that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Dude, how come, like, drugs make you just so paranoid? But, like, I don't know. I feel like I, I, feel like I have I the paranoia of sober, know. too. Yeah, I've never done drugs. Oh, no. I, I, I haven't either. Just like, just like Paul, Paul McGittacuddy or whatever his name is. Paul Hatchett. I think is his name. Yeah, Paul Hackett. Yeah, he, so, uh, he's like a that. straight. He's he's a straight sober boy who doesn't smoke anything weird from Columbia. I know straight shooter. Um, so it's funny because it's this movie is not really a that big of a drug related movie, but it does have a weird undercurrent of like a weird drug paranoia. Oh, but it well, dude, can we and with Cheech and Chong quick? and everything? Like, I imagine they were just oh, doing yeah. blow in between scenes, like canonically. Oh, yeah. Oh, guaranteed. Like yeah, in real life, in real life, but I feel like in the plot, it makes sense too with their energy. Yeah, um, it would. Yeah, the energy that's brought there. Anyway, this this is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast. Uh, that's Jordan. I'm Levi. We're Straight Edge. Um, oh yeah, I'm Stretch. Yes. <laughs> so you're gonna commit to the microphone then, huh? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm like, if this if this will help if this will help the production. I don't know. I'm, maybe <laughs> I'm keeping the mic. I'm keeping the mic this close. I know it is because. Uh, let me look real quick. I'm sure level? my levels. He's, I bet my levels are just like dancing, baby. He's self conscious. Oh yeah, about his, dude. Oh no, I'm now I'm so blowing out. I'm blowing, <laughs> I'm blowing out, dude. Back, split, maybe I shouldn't be this split close. Split the difference. Split the difference. No, you psychopath. No, I get. Yeah, I feel. I feel good right here. Uh, it's fine. I'm feeling good. Uh, if you go to if you go to our if you go to our YouTube, you can you can hear it too. Either way, you uh, can peep it. He's self conscious about the way he sounds, but uh, it's coming through. It's coming through loud and clear. <laughs> Me? No, I, I'm no, I'm, I'm projecting. I'm more. Oh, yeah, right. No, yeah. No, you got a great dude. Even my, even my fiance is like, yeah, Levi's voice is great. And I'm like, what about mine? And she's like, whatever. You got it. It's you're, good. You're, you're, yeah, it's pretty good. Your voice is tolerable. I like your voice. I, uh, I know some some young child at a roller rink the other day. Uh, she, I mean, she was like 20 or something, but. Uh, she's like, you have a good voice. Uh, you should do voiceover work or something. I'm like, I have a podcast. You want to check it out? She's like, nah. Yeah. And then she screamed <laughs> yeah. and ran, ran away. Pass. Did she, did she invite you to her friend's Soho loft? Yeah. In, yeah. So in New York City. Jordan's trying to get us back on track. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so try, this try. is a, this is a film podcast, obviously. And we're doing directors each week this month. And we, this week we decided to do vote on some of the more uh, off-kilter Scorsese films, and we ended up watching his 1985 film, After Hours, which is yeah. what we will be talking today. But I'm sure you knew that when you clicked on the thing. But just in case, you're just rolling on <laughs> they, through them, you know? They, they know. <laughs> they know on, what they're clicking on. It's on shuffle. Who knows? I don't know what they're doing. Oh, that's true. Maybe it is. Yeah. So welcome. If you're just listening to this passively, you've, yeah, you've found Coldest Knowledge, and we're going to talk about Scorsese's After Hours. Maybe we found you. you. I get, oh, dude, hell yeah! That's see, that's the vi- that's the marketing I need to get into is yeah. where we we break into people's homes and put it on their put it on their we Spotify. Should. We're gonna do oh, all the next <laughs> round of stickers I make and shit is just gonna be like we're always watching. It's just we're gonna be like always, eyes, yeah. like to just yeah, make dude. people hyper paranoid. 
Cold to cinema knowledge. Always watching you. I know. Yeah, we're yeah. We'll subscribe to you, dude. That's what we're gonna do. Uh, uh, but anyway, really, though, like and subscribe. That'd be great. Yeah, that, um, oh, that would be great. Thanks. I uh, I actually. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stumble through my uh, synopsis. Did, did you write one? About 15 minutes ago. So <laughs> yeah, as it goes, we're gonna we're gonna get yeah. <clears throat> we'll. Uh, That's all right. Well, I'll read it real quick. It kind of gives you, it just kind of gives you like an overview and a little bit of snapshot. Yeah, yeah, sure. This movie's kind of simple, but it just, it's so meandering to write about it. It's loose. It's so like, it's so like back and forth. It's like, it's so just like, and he goes to this building, then he comes back to the building, then he goes to this building. Yeah, none of that. And he kind of comes back to it. None of that matters too much. It's really just kind of like. the big boy beats. Yeah. I mean, kind of, sure. We'll just, we're going to rip right into it, baby. (laughs) The ripping of the Terran. Uh, Uh, Martin Scorsese After Hours follows Paul Hackett, a yuppie suit from Uptown, who gets swept up, uh, swept away after work um, for a night in the increasingly stressful Soho district. After a meet cute with Marcy in a little cafe, he's invited to her friend's loft. Dazed and penniless from the erratic cab ride down, Paul is apprehensive of the night, but decides to let fate and his libido guide him. Uh, He gets up to the apartment to meet the roommate, Kiki a plaster of Paris sculptor, and sleepy enigma. Uh, Marcy finally shows up, only to act awkward and secretive, saying some weird stuff about her past relationships. They smoke some mystery substance, and Paul dips out without warning. Uh, But this is where the night gets totally out of hand, with one unfortunate circumstance after the other. Trying and failing to take the train home with his last 97 cents, Paul is trapped in the few city blocks with a wide array of kooky characters like the midlife crisis cocktail waitress and the bartender with trust issues, who happens to be Marcy's husband, along with two goofy crooks with a van, a punk club bouncer that tries to shave his head and no mohawk. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, and then I forgot to write the <laughs> it <was> mohawk. <laughs> um, he narrowly escapes with his hair back to the rainy streets where an angry mob is convinced he's the neighborhood thief. Um, he's chased by an irate ice cream truck into into the early morning, escaping sure death in a clever disguise wrapped in plaster of Paris, only to be stolen himself as a statue where cruel fate leads him back uptown to the gates of his work. Yeah, that's good. That's, yeah. That's that's, that's essentially the thing. I feel like you're uh, it, like hanging on to dear life to your microphone. <laughs> like no, dude, like, I'm, I'm like it's it. the only thing keeping you from falling onto the ground from your desk. <laughs> no, dude. You guys should look. You need to go to you need to go to uh Look at this. You need to go down to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Just watch. If you don't watch any other episode ever in the world, just watch this one. Because look at me, dude. I feel so freaking cash that right looks now, dude. so uncomfortable i'm looks so like it's know, so, I'm top so comfortable dude no 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 you'd actually you'd be surprised dude and i've been like jump roping lately and so i'm just ripped oh tonight. yeah all right i've got no i got all no right. fear dude this right. grip is great i'll leave it alone i'm i'm loving no did you see how oh my god have you ever been this cash dude have you ever been this relaxed when you've pod i don't know i, I don't look, think so i look pretty have you seen the go back no, and watch the no, episode you look- where i'm sitting in the giant chair <laughs> Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's a good I, one. I forget no, which dude. episode that was, but it was perfect. You look, you look rigid, dude. Don't don't even get it's me It's because I'm man. trying I'm to find so a good cash. balance. Anyway, anyway, so <laughs> we're talking. Wait, good good no, synopsis, what, man. Like for a movie, your, this thing, movie is finally. pretty. It's pretty loose. Uh, and honestly, that wasn't as insane as rambling as it, mo- a lot of our uh, synopsis. I, so. I, I know. Yeah, true. But the thing is, it's like there's so much. It, there really is, like, it's a really simple, coherent storyline. It's just every interaction is so awkward and unique and like kind of like crazy and like stupid circumstances. And it like he just 
he kind of meanders through this city and it's like there's times where like the like the whole movie i'm like just go home like just go go home but he like he keeps getting himself trapped in certain situations yeah it's like, like first it's uh because it, it, they they keep uh, well, escalating the the threats to keep him there because it's like you know yeah first it's like oh it's a long ways you know and then it's just like well, I'm not going to walk, but if I did walk, oh, but it's raining. And then it's just like, at this right. point, it's desperate. Uh, you know, I can't take the subway. I can't drive home. And this point, there's mobs on the streets, roaming the streets. They're going to kill me. So it's not like I can just start hoofing it. Uh, it, it that's It's pretty great. But it's like, yeah, sometimes I'm well, just like, just it, go, just walk. I, <laughs> I know, just walk. Well, no, no, what's great is it literally, in Google Maps, like they, I like, I didn't Google Map it, but it was Google Maps and I looked at it. It's like it's like a two hour walk. It's like pretty. Okay. He could do it. And he could, I mean, like, he could have done it. The dead and I don't know. It, it, it the, <laughs> he makes it, it makes it seem like not as frightening. Like it seems like pretty chill. Like at night, like yeah. New York at night. Well, seems, and I have a feeling any New Yorkers I, out there is New York at night that quiet and dead? Because I really yeah. doubt it. <laughs> I know, right? I really doubt it. But I but I do think I do think they like there are there. It is full of life when you go into like certain buildings, like there are the people like, and that's what I loved when he goes to the bar and the bartender's like, well, no, this is usually really busy. It's usually bumping. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's usually bumping. He's like, this is an awkward night. There's nothing going on. That's kind of adds to the vibe of this movie too. Cause this movie does feel like kind of a weird dreamy, like dreamy in the atmosphere and dreamy in the logic. Like that's kind of like what I like about it it, is it feels like, like he got to work and it's like, ah, man, did was that even happen? That was unreal. Like it almost has well, like this. It's such a surreal vibe when he's there that, but he, without dude, going way overboard, you know, obviously he's he's Dorothy, dude. Did you not like? I did you not pick that up? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. of course, you know, like he totally goes off to like the Wizard of Oz. Like, uh huh. Except just for going it's, off. it's yeah, it's like the Wizard of going to get his it, dick wet. Is this yeah, whole thing? Yeah, you know, right. But. I know. It really, yeah. It really is. He's just like. I'm a I'm a young twenty something. I gotta go out there. I know, but, uh, but God, that, dude, this, that unibrow. Can you blame him? Okay, this is your this is your first time seeing this, right? I no, assume. I, no, I've seen this before. Oh, you have. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. so what? This is your. This is my first. Yeah. But what is? What's your um, impression? What's yeah, your I'd impression? seen it. I'd seen it the first time back in the the golden age when I watched all the movies uh, ever made. <laughs> and, yeah, every, uh, I I, I actually no. remember it quite well though, uh, because I remember really liking it. And thinking it was really funny and like being like, whoa, I like, I really like Scorsese. His camera movements really fit this like more. Oh my God. This style, like this kind of like lighthearted style, but it it, it just keeps the movie, the momentum rolling. I love it. It's some of his best, dude. I honestly, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, I'm probably having like, you know, recency bias, but this is like one of his like most impressively shot movies. I think so. Like consistently. It's like, cause it's like, there's so many, all of his movies are like, they're shot beautifully and there's always like, Really huge, beautiful scenes, but this one is like the whole time. I'm it's like, God, I fucking love how they're surrealist, freaking... like raining yeah. in the streets in New York. Like, there's so many, it looks so many good. Well, shots, there's so but... many, there's so many cool. Like, it it really is like film school edits. Like he just, yeah. he's kind of just edit. He's well, he's like, and his he's not doing are... formulaic edits. He's like, he's just like kind of bumping around. And, yeah, like, and this is before his around. edits were crazy too, where he just did crazy fucking yeah. edits, which he started doing and like. Later, a little later well, in his career, and I, where and I feel like I feel like this is, this is like kind of the start of that, but yeah. it's still like honed in. I like I, and you know, it's not obviously he, it's not the editor, but he's obviously heavily involved in. It's his style, and he's right. had the same editor for a long time until she died. But, um, oh, yeah. but no, the but second yeah. time watching it, 
I still I really enjoyed it. I probably maybe even enjoyed it more, but I found it way less funny. Uh, okay. And way more yeah. anxiety inducing. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, you know what it gave me? It gave me super Bo, like the first hour of Bo is Afraid. Yeah. Which, that this isn't this isn't spoilers or anything, but it's uh, just like that ain't the same anxiety in I, it. Like yeah, I that, was thinking yeah. that too because it's like, uh, I mean, we'll just skip to it now because it's like a talk this genre though. Uh, in my review on Reddit, I was like. Uh, after hours walked so that these other like surreal nightmare comedies could run. Yeah. But like right. I was thinking Bo's afraid. And then I think the most for me, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but under the silver lake, it really no. reminded me of under the I silver really, lake. No, I've really wanted to see that. And, yeah. And like inherit, inherit, inherit vice too. And, kind of. Inherit you know vice, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Which is that kind of like, it's, it's like, got that vibe, you know what I mean? But it's like this movie yeah, is much more of, of a restrained version of those movies. Like, obviously, Bo's Afraid yeah. is just much more maximalist and surrealist than this. But this is, like, just enough that you're just like, what is happening? I, I don't know. I love right. it. I love, like, well, I love absurd super... surreal comedies, man. I do. No, and I and I love that it's like, this This feels, this feels so true to Scorsese. Like, if you ever, if you ever listen to him talk, about film and like the passion that he has about like where Hollywood is. And I started listening to the commentary for this. It's, it's great. You can find the commentary on YouTube and everything for this movie. And he really gets deep into like where he was in this period of his life. Cause this is, this is 85. He's already a, a, a an established director. Like oh, yeah. says he has been around. I mean, he's been, he's been around since the sixties really prominently in the seventies. He was, he was kicking out some like really influential films. And so he's already in this he's already in this like established position and for him to kind of go back to a movie that feels cuz the whole time I was watching this movie I was like I was like wow I'm like wow it looks it looks beautiful the film is he's just like the color on it is is beautiful and like it's just shot so well I I, I kept being like so blown away that I'm like god it's such good rich film yeah. and then I, I thought it was I thought it was like a 79 or something or say you know, which isn't too much too much earlier but it's still like I f- it felt kind of like a in his 70s period yeah kind of like, right oh, damn okay it's like 85 and he's you know he's like definitely and i love it's kind of like it's got well, it's 85 it's times like it's got like the punks and everything oh, yeah it's good that i love that I, dude man. those like, that, the punks are so fucking cool that's such i a was good actually scene. like uh something i didn't really notice for some reason as much the first time i watched it but i liked how like unapologetically like queer and punk this movie was like there was totally. just like like it's so new like I, I don't know. I fucking live in Utah, but it's sure, to me. Yeah. I'm like, it's so New York, you know, like, but yeah, if anyone's going to tell me about New York, it's going to be fucking it's, Scorsese. It's Martin Scorsese. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, when you're me. talking about when you, that's kind of what I was getting at is like, like New York in when, the eighties. Like I want, right. Like, when you, when you hear Scorsese talk about it, it's like Scorsese grew up in, in like, I don't even know when he was born. He's probably born in like the thirties or something crazy. He's uh, like, no, he's old, the he's 18, old as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. He's like, he, he always talks about, he always talks about like, New York, like he came across, to, um, like he's like in Ellis Island, like, like getting his papers and like coming May in and like. Well but he does, but he, but he does, he does talk about because he is like you know he's immigrant family and like talks about how rich and like how full of life New York is and like he oh, just sure. he's so passionate he's so passionate about it and uh, he like totally I I personally the whole time I was watching it I was like I'm like oh man this is like am I is he kind of making fun of Soho but then I was like no I think he's I think the reason that I know. At least, at least, I don't know, confirmed from his mouth. But the the reason I feel in my heart that he wasn't making fun of it, he was like appreciating it, and he was like, he was kind of like 
you know, putting it putting it up on a pedestal is because he's in the punk. Dude, I know. I was bar. about to say, is it he's, the shot with yeah. him with the with so the light? <laughs> with the light, yeah. So he's like he's working in. I that, saw that and I was the, like in the bar. Oh my god, is that Spurs the... Scorsese? Yeah, those, yeah. When I yeah, because I saw it, I was like, oh, his beard, dude. His I classic, always forget like... how he looks when he was younger, though, because it's like <laughs> yeah, I'm so he's that's been true. he's been old for so long, like our whole lives. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean? Yeah, and so it's yeah. just like I always forget. Like I, you know, occasionally I'll see like Scorsese from yeah, like the 70s or 80s, and I'm like, oh, he's got like a brown full beard and everything. He looks I, like Eugene great. Levy, dude. Have you ever? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I They feel yeah. like I feel like they kind of look the same. I know. I but love it. But that, dude, that scene, oh that scene is fantastic, and it's I just think, it's hilarious. Dude, but seeing it, him, oh seeing him was like the cherry on top. Right, and that's where I'm like, oh, he put himself in there. Like he, no, it's him getting kind of. He was feeling it. He, like, I feel like he, he loves was feeling it. Like, like I can. He's feel so proud of New York, and he loves. Yeah, he like well, the direction in this movie. Like his like frantic style. He's done a couple more movies now, like later after this, but. I feel like it's like so many of his things, they have like this humor to them. But this movie, I felt like he could really kind of like take, you know, pop the collar, roll the sleeves up and just kind of loosen the tie and let it go crazy. And it's his well, his the directing style and his camera movements like so work for like this mom, the momentum of this film. Like the the momentum is just going the whole time. And I love it. Well, I can give you a little a little like a little film history on that is he was he was uh, in like. 1980, 81, 82, he was working on, um, uh, oh my God, his Passion of the Christ. What is that called? Uh, Last Temptation. Oh, the yeah, Last so Temptation. He, yeah. he, he was working on that, and it was like in production, and it was casted, and everyone was there, and they were like, they like shot some footage, and they were like, they, they all had everything going on that. And then the studio saw it, and the studios cut it out, and they said, no, it's too, it's too extreme for us. We don't want to do this. And so he was kind of like, he felt deflated. He felt like, oh man, Hollywood's yeah. changed. I, I'm not allowed to make what I want. And so he, like, this is, like, completely, like, independent. And I think that that, I think that, like, he he got to make Last Temptation a couple years later. Right. But I think it, I think that's what fully, like, kind of alienated him. And he, I think he stepped away from Hollywood a lot. And yeah. so, I you know, he's definitely not, like, he, I feel like he could have been more he needed like Hollywood He mainstream. needed, like, a little brain and, scrub, and I think this movie kind of was, like a, like, a less pressure or, like, less... Totally, yeah. Him like, to you're not literally telling really, the story yeah. of fucking Jesus, you know? It's just some guy <laughs> yeah, lost right. in Soho. Um, right. You know, it's it's good, but, like, I don't know. Like, he... Uh, Scorsese's kind of always been kind of an outlier, even though he is so... I mean, I de- obviously, every definitely... Since like like he's always made such popular movies, but like he's he's got a very kind of all over the place. Like he has a very distinct style, but like his movies are super varied. He kind of does, every, especially now. Like he just does whatever he wants, and that's what and yeah, it's kind of great. Cool. And like, like back he'll... then, it was still like yeah, he was an established figure. But it's like he started on the scene as more of like making the the really brash, gritty, independent-type films of the 70s is what really kind of put him on the map, you know, with, like, Mean Streets and all that. And then, like, into Taxi Driver and stuff. Well, yeah, right. That, like, really kind of are like, oh, this is outside your traditional what would be shown in, like, more traditional cinema. And then that made him popular, and then he kind of, yeah, it sounds like he stepped back from that even after the defeat. There's him trying to make that. Uh, makes a lot of right. sense. Uh just going forward because then and then you know and then he came and did like the 90s was probably arguably arguably his best biggest that time was, with like god uh goodfellas. Yeah, goodfellas goodfellas is definitely the movie that like put him put him 
on the map. On, like, the legendary us, you know, status. For, for, oh, yeah, man. Right, 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 right. Us yeah. and, like, our parents and stuff, too, you know? It's just, like... Yeah. And I think that's his, like... Because that... Honestly, he didn't have... He didn't really have, like, quote-unquote commercial success or anything, like, financial success on pretty much any of his movies up until Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, that was, like, was, that was looking, the big one. And, it, and then that remains the big one, you know what I mean? Like, go listen to our Goodfellas episode. We did a Goodfellas yeah. episode. And that remains, like, his big one. But I'm glad we uh, chose to do something a little bit more, like, his low-key movies that aren't talked about as much. Because I do feel like this movie has oh, kind dude, of a is, cult following. But it's, like, is definitely it's pretty brushed over. Yeah. Yeah. I would, like, I would, I, I, I like, it's funny because I only gave it, I think, three stars or three and a half on Letterboxd because it's, like, it's just, like, it's a fine movie. But I'm, like, it's a one, it's one you should see. Like, yeah. I definitely, like, I fully recommend this I movie. I give it four because it's, it's, like, it doesn't change my life or anything, but, like, it, right, but it's, 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 it's enjoyable. It's, like, it's lean. Like, it's only, like, 93 minutes, which is nice compared to, like, yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon's, like, four hours, which you know I'm fucking there for. But. Right. Well, well, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. Scorsese's original edit was, like, for this movie, was, like, an hour longer. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. So, he, so he like, don't worry, that guy, he wanted, yeah, he, like, he packs he Jordan, packs he's, a, he's he was over there, like, creating fake Reddit accounts so that we could all watch Silence. He's <laughs> <laughs> so like, three know, and a half yeah. hours of Andrew Garfield <laughs> suffering. Just, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, suffering and, 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 and In Silence, just <laughs> fasting and <laughs> finding God. Dude, si- but that's the thing, Silence. Silence is another one, so though. Cool. That's... Scorsese can Scorsese can grapple the like, the like, I I feel like it's got like a 1970s sensibility in this movie. It does, and it like it just it. Well, it's like the de- it's 70s, but it's so, like not in. So it, it feels like the decay, because it does feel right, like post 70s, right. but it feels like there's been no progress but, since the 70s, other yeah, than the right. fact that Paul is like a yuppie and there's punk and that's, music and that's kind of right. Exactly, I was gonna say those are like the two big things where I'm like, because when I when he went to Berlin, I was kind of like, oh, this isn't like. This isn't the '70s scene, and so I'm yeah. Just like, no, this okay, is like that. Even past the, like the early '80s scene, right, like where it was right. Again, it yeah, feels like it, this like, has got a sense of like this decay, this rundown, and obviously it's probably maybe part of this town. I don't know. I'm not from New York. I, I know. I don't know Soho at all. Victoria but, and I were both like, we're like, is this like this? Is this the city? Is this how the city is? Maybe like, 1985. Don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we were like, we're like, is this how people are? We have um, no idea. Yeah. Like, I was like. I was like, I don't know what any of these streets mean. They're talking about streets on the phone. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know where that is. I don't know. Nah, that, that, that's a throwing a bone to the locals. Be like, yeah, I right, right. know that. I know what they're talking about. Right. Woo. Um, they love. Everyone loves to hear their own city. But I, uh, I like that it's just a series of unfortunate events. Like it just, it just oh, snowballs and cascades. Like it's literally just such a. Like that's what's kind of delightful about this movie. It's like there's not like <laughs> yeah. a crazy conspiracy or a plot. No. Uh it's just like all these weird events. However, and I like how like nobody. I like how nobody's. Oh, what are you? What are you gonna say? I was gonna say nobody's like nobody's really an antagonist. No one's really a protagonist. Yeah, Everyone's it's just, just it's like, like misunderstandings, like uh, comedic misunderstandings, and like he keeps making and terrible choice, like just, a choice that just like is the wrong, always misunderstood and misinterpreted. <laughs> well, and I think it's like it's like the it's like the good the good natured optimism of like people will let you into their home to help you. But then people are kind of weird, and you don't know what's going to happen. And so, like, and it's just like you, he's never in like a he's never in like a super serious situation. I mean, outside of like the mob, the misunderstanding of the mob trying to kill him. But then that just like becomes so farcical that like I know, you know and that's he, even his yeah, own project. Who knows what they would have done? You know, it's the ice cream machine. Right. 
Right. But true. maybe, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, they could have hurt him, but I mean, who knows? I don't feel like I don't feel like those characters were like murderers. I don't feel like they would kill. No, him. they're just there but, to just be an angry mob because it's funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> because it is. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's absurd you, that it's like this guy. I got <laughs> I got to reel back real quick when we're talking funny. So you you said the second watch it's not this funny. I can one hundred percent see that. I think it's because... still funny, but this time I was more like anxious about like oh because I'm old. I feel like it's because I'm older now. I can more sympathize where I'm just like, oh, poor guy. Like, he just wants to go home. Like, I'm like, if it was me, I'd be like, nah, 11.30, that's too late. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would have never got it. No, literally, that's where we're old. And not even old, just like, that's where we're like, what is this? We're like 30 years from this movie. And it's like, no, you don't. People, people, even that age, don't go out like that. Like, no one goes out at 11. <laughs> I know. That's I why That's why he's but, even, like, the hint in his eye. It's, like, a little hesitant, but he's like, oh, you know, I met a girl. There's a spark. Like, uh, she's yeah. cute and, like, maybe, like, right. kind of cool. Right. Like, maybe, I don't know. Like, that's what always keeps him likable, though, uh, is just because it's, like, he's not, a, yeah. he's not, like, 100% of a sleazeball. Like, he kind of is. <laughs> but, like, yeah. he, there's a part of him that's just, like, more, like, Oh, I'm just looking like he's not like I'm looking to fuck. He's like, oh, I'm looking for like, uh, right. like maybe, I mean, but like I'm looking for like a connection. Like he is, but yeah, no, he is, but it's it's, but it's like it's that's not like as like all. It's just kind of everybody. I don't know. I just yeah, I guess it's the adventure. Like, it's like, like he super, feels the excitement of like oh that 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 first initial bit. meeting in the coffee shop. Like that was a that was a fun charged moment. Let's keep it going, you know. Uh, a little, a little to his detriment. That charged moment is a fucking nuclear bomb that just sends his life, his night spiraling, <laughs> where he ends exactly back where he started, which is great. I love, dude. Oh then my it, god, the ending's so good. <laughs> had me cracking up, dude. And That's then it's the best. beautiful. The, the like the the dolly shots throughout the or like the steady cam throughout the mm-hmm. office at the end during and the like, credits. All the all the steady cam in this is like amazing. I'm like, I'm like the steady cam had to have just come out for this movie. Cause it's like, great. they're, they're using it all the time and it is perfect. It looks so good. And I, Oh dude, I just, I love, I love when he like gets on his knees and he was like, I'm just a word processor. I just want to get home. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's so like, it's so funny and witty, but it's not like in your face. And what, uh, it's not, what was your, it's not, what like, was the, what was the, the funniest part for you? What part got you the best? Well, that was, that was what I was going to say is like, there are a lot of great, like, there's a lot of good moments. I like the absurdness but, though. Like the, the, the flourish the of the time, guy at the restaurant that hands him a pen. He's like, does a spin and gives it to, oh, like, he's just yeah, acting well, really weird. And that, that's kind of like, that's more like eccentric and kooky. To there's me. just a lot of less, that kind of stuff. Less though. like, less like, less like a full bit. Yeah. But the, but the one that got me where I first, the first time I was like, Oh, this movie is comedy. It's established <laughs> as just being a comedy. Is when he takes the taxi drive, and it's like, oh, that's funny. It's all sped up footage and stuff. Yeah. But when he goes, when he's like, he loses the money, and you're like, kind of like, oh, there's the setup. Uh-huh. This is going to be funny. You know, this is going to be a good punchline. But then there's not necessarily a punchline as much as just a reaction. His the cab driver <laughs> like mean mugging him. That's psychotic, <laughs> dude. Dude, that is so holy shit, dude. It like and it, and it lingers, dude. Editing, I know editing, it is flawless. And on then that he just bit. drives. He just like <laughs> yeah, he just drives. It's like but him just like giving that like stink eye, and it's just it lingers on him for just enough where I like, I, dude, I literally was like, oh my god, this is funny. And, I, like, and I the payoff is so good because he finally gets twenty bucks later. <laughs> yes. And is like, here I got my money, and he's like, yeah, I'll be right back. How do you like well, it? Dude, <laughs> all the all the circumstances for him to stay in that like four block radius are are perfect. Even yeah. though like even though half of them you're like, well, this is so it's so sitcom. It's so it's so like 
ridiculous to like just go home but, but it's also like i get it it's like he doesn't have his keys so it's like I oh know. shit that is that's a liability he needs his keys he gets the 20 and it's like oh finally he can take a taxi home and then they run away you know the taxi runs away and it's like all these like situations like yeah. they add up to where it's like the, he stays the fee there and it's great just got raised tonight to a dollar fifty i know dude all, yeah at midnight <laughs> dude i love that no do you know what i love um this is this is something that uh kind of ties in with the anxiety and stuff but it just like it i didn't really know exactly what it was going to be like with the first time the cab cabbie does that i was like oh shit this is funny as hell but then when he's in the apartment there are times where i'm like what is going on like and her like her leg she had like the burns or the like the she had the marks on her leg and like and he was looking through that like disfigured book you yeah, know and, and he like, has a weird dumps. he was telling her while he's rubbing her and, about how he was like spent some and, time in a burn ward as a kid and it, like freaked him out yeah but then yeah, it like never so comes like, up again. I don't know. It's nothing, such a weird yeah, thing. <laughs> that is, it's, there's it's so interesting many, like, though, but I'm just like, of these like, yeah, it's like all these plot points that get left and you're like, I'm kind of like, Oh shit, is that going to come back? Or what's going to, is this going to be a horror? Like I didn't know where it was going to go. Yeah. Like that, that was kind of fun. Well, I was that's, like, that's the yeah. thing with this movie I've been personally struggling with is, uh, I mean, I don't think it's a problem necessarily, but I'm just like so many movies. Like I've had people tell me as like a quote unquote film snob that like, oh, you're overthinking it. And I'm just like, Psh, bitch, you're just underthinking it. Like this movie yeah. is like meant to have thought. You uh, should think about every movie. You should, yeah. And, but this one, it's like, I feel like I'm like trying to read and like, what is the meaning of this? And I can't come up with anything. And it's like hurting my brain kind of because I'm like, am I overthinking it? Because it's like, there's so many weird like tie around connections that I'm like, is there a deeper symbolism like about the, the paper mache man? And then he becomes the paper mache man. And then like how every ultra interaction is like with a woman, like what does that say about him? And like, right. Right. Um, right. It's just, well, uh, I, I think like so think many so weird, many, like, small things, things like that. And then like yeah. the, the one girl, she later has the bagel uh, and she's trying to give him the bagel plaster as like a gift. I, <laughs> like, I think, I think what a lot of it is, is like, I think it's Scorsese just showing the the like interwoven fabric of this like of this like one city block yeah. or you know what yeah. like this like it's like literally just like these apartment complexes and it's just it's how New York is like a microcosm of like a, yeah a no it makes sense that, like, and and it really does and, add the coincidental nature of all these things and how everything seems to be like tangentially connected is like adds to the surreal vibe of like you know the dreamlike nature of where it's like everything has like this other connection and everything like points to everything else, even though it doesn't really necessarily have like a, from a filmmaking perspective, like a metaphorical like meaning yeah. necessarily, but it, it really adds to the flow of the film. But, um, you want to know what the funniest part is for me that got, that slayed me this time around for some reason that I didn't remember at all is, uh, when he first, when he sees the robbers, Cheech and Chong, loading all this stuff in their van. <laughs> yeah, it's so... Dude, I love I love Cheech and Chong. They're so funny. It's funny that it's them, too, because it is. It's like yeah. a weird subversion, and they it, never bring it up. Right. Uh, no, and that's what's great. Yeah, they just... They play different characters. They're not yeah. <laughs> playing Cheech and Chong, which is great, yeah. And, uh, I mean, they are. But, but. he uh, he's like, hey, that you're still in that. And they run away, and he br- they break the statue, you know? <laughs> and uh, Or the TV, and then he takes the statue in, and he yeah. sees... What's her name? Kit Kat or whatever? Yeah, Kiki. Kiki. He sees... Ki- she's all got her, like, mouth all bound. And he goes, he goes <laughs> yeah. upstairs, and it was like, it, "Oh my god, how would they rob you?" They're like, they, "She's like, what robbers? What?" <laughs> like, and she's just yeah, all like tied dude. up, all kinky, and she's tied, she's tied up, like, and the, the dude, the dominatrix comes, comes out in, or whatever. He's like, like, I'm the, very like, disappointed yeah. in you, Paul. Yeah, right. And he's like, lack of discipline. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, probably. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that got okay. me where she's just like, what robbers? Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I love it. And she's like, I sold it. To, I sold my TV for 300 bucks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they're just they're a couple stand up guys. When I love it. I love how they're like, they're really into art. They're like, they're like, yeah, this statue's like, it's one of those like famous, you know, artwork pieces uh, or whatever. I know. And even at the end, it's like some of the last lines of the movie. It's like art is forever, man. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. And that's like. That's where that's where I'm like I appreciate this movie because it's like it doesn't need to it doesn't need to have larger deeper themes you know but no that's like, what makes it fun it's you know? but it's and it's so dude and it's great because it's like I don't even know how to explain it it's not like a it's not full comedy that's where that's where it it sits up yeah that's it's why it's like different something about that anxiousness for me yeah that man, it's like it really does fit into these like like nightmare comedy is how I would describe it. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, not only is it like nightmare, like a surreal dream type logic, but it's just like, there's, there's always this edge of panic and anxiety and like just bad things happening to the main character. And it's like, there's comedy woken woven into the writing and the acting and the editing and everything uh, to make it funny. And a lot of it is we're laughing at the expense of the character but it's still like this huge undercurrent. And this is like what these kind of movies do, like Bo is Afraid and stuff. That like, there's a lot of funny moments, but every time you laugh, it's like a release valve of like this weird tension just kind of bubbling in your gut. <laughs> uh, just enough. And that's, like, this movie does it really a- lightly. Not like Bo is Afraid, where that one's just like a fucking gut stab. But, right, right, like, right. But this movie, but- yeah, literally. But this movie, uh, it's. It's just like just low frequency enough, like all that like weird anxiety that it's just like it makes it really enjoyable without it being like a Safdie's brother movie or something. It's, it's like yeah, like... exactly, exactly. Or I was yeah, I was even yeah, or thinking like uh, yeah, Saf- yeah, Safdie brothers is like a good. That's kind of I was thinking of like yeah, like uncut gems or something. But it's just it, like that movie's just like the anxiety and the panics just turned up to eleven. Yeah. Uh, well, this yeah, and this, it's like, still funny. Just... Like those movies still have their moments like that in good yeah. time, but it's mostly just like oh god. That's emphasis on nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's basically just. I love it. I mean, Seinf- I love it too. Seinfeld. Right? It's a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, but, kind of. You right? know, yeah. like, yeah, it's like it kind of like yeah, Seinfeld. I feel like is a good you know comparison because it's like see just normal pe- normal people getting into like these really stupid ri- like ridiculous. No, you can definitely situations. see s- certain scenes of this movie uh, like Kramer getting into. Or something, yeah. or like Costanza dude, losing dude. his keys. Like one of, you one of my totally favorite bits. Like that's that's what's great is this has so many like great bits. It's like when when he sees the neighbor get killed when the, oh, when yeah, the dude, woman murders the neighbor, and he's like he's like oh I'm gonna get blamed for that. That that, <laughs> dude, that was the other so one good. that slayed me, dude. Because it's yeah, so that, small too. <laughs> he just like just watches <laughs> him shoot the guy to death, and it's pretty yeah. violent and horrific. And uh, right. it's yeah, like, that's and then so he's great. just like. I'm going to get blamed for that. And just like runs away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. That's, it's great. It's like this. I f- definitely feel like Scorsese came to this, like, cause it's, it's, uh, he, he got the script and he worked on it with them and like, it came to him. And, uh, I'm sure he like, I'm sure he like helped shape it a little bit and give it like, give it, it's like pacing. But, uh, it's just so, it's so unique to have a movie like this that kind of just, meanders through but like it just puts you in such an awkward situation that like you don't want to look away i like want to like i want to know what happens next and uh something that i love this is totally a tangent but um the main the main dude is american werewolf in london he fucking 
Is it? He, yeah. What so the like hell? the whole time, I thought they were gonna make a a meta joke, and like have. Uh, I thought I was like, is there gonna be is there gonna be a werewolf in this movie? Like it felt like because I thought her scratches on her thigh were gonna be uh, like, th- yeah. Were, that- I knew he looked familiar, this... but he seems so scrawny right. in this. He seems, yeah, and he's like, and his unibrow too. You mentioned that it's his unibrow is beautiful, but he fucking, yeah, dude. What he the like, hell? I know, isn't that wild? And so like, I uh, how is it that he seems? I mean, I guess he doesn't seem older, it, but he's like, he seems like such a thicker like football playing boy in American Werewolf in London, and in right. this he does. He just seems like a skinny, swarmy businessman. Word processor, sorry. Yeah, that's word funny. processor. But yeah, dude, is that, so the whole time I thought like they were going to do a meta joke. And I think they kind of did because they said, well, someone said it's a full moon. And I remember yeah. that line sticking out to me because when he said it's a full moon, that's when I, that's when I said to Victoria, I was like, I was like, is this going to be a werewolf movie? Because I thought she had like scratches on her thigh from like uh, getting attacked by a werewolf. And I was like, oh, I'm like, and it's fucking midnight, you know, or whatever. It's like 11 midnight. Yeah. I was waiting for it to be like 3 a.m. and werewolves well, to come all out. The, all the crazies come so, out because, uh. I, I guess that, the yeah. full moon could explain everyone's weird behavior. Everyone gets a little loony, you know? Uh, that's when funny. I think it's just, yeah, it's like the people that are like, especially that, I love the woman that's working that's like, she's stuck in like the 60s. But dude, that that bit got me. It's just everybody's everybody's reaction and acting. And what's so cool is Scorsese let everybody do their own, like he, he basically called it self-directing. So like he would be there and he would work with them. And so they could like, they could like help create their character and their scene and whatever felt good. He was like, just do that. Like, just, you know, don't, don't get too caught up in like the character, just do a funny bit. And yeah. uh, that, when she's like, do you like the monkeys? And she oh, starts yeah. doing yeah, those yeah, dance, dude. Like that. that is such a, that's such a good, it's like, yeah. I like, I like that she, uh, she just starts sketching him for no, and he's like obviously uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. by it, but then it becomes yeah. the wanted poster. It's the wanted, and she's and so that's why they're like it it all, all the chain, all the chain reactions work too because she's like, oh, she's like, oh, I have a second job, I work at the Xerox copy place, so you want, <laughs> and, free then copies. Like and then she's got like a million, and then she's got a million copies <laughs> hanging up everywhere around there. And I love how like, I love how he goes through so many people and they become like vindictive of him, like he he like they like give him they like extend like uh you know their graces and then he comes into their lives and then like he just well, not even wrongs them necessarily but just like the biggest he's, just, like, he's impolite i guess the biggest I don't even turn know. of the movie is like he blames himself like whether or not it's his fault it's like who's to say exactly but like when his date like that's like the worst it's so darkly funny because that's like the worst case oh, scenario dude. like i'm gonna go <laughs> yeah. out and see this chick tonight yeah. and then it's like and then he says one mean thing to her and she fucking kills herself kills herself and then right, right, right. and then he like just like leaves yeah. her corpse there dude when he puts up signs that says dead, dead body or whatever yeah. dead person dude i was like i was like what the hell is going on okay. it's so good it's like i was busting up and it's like it's wild because even even the scene the rape scene she's like she's like oh yeah he came in through the windows fire escape and That's he raped thing. me for you're, hours you're and i just fell asleep you're laughing like, what yeah she's this like i was so asleep most of the time but i know because yeah. you're laughing at paul how uncomfortable paul is that's what i'm saying you're laughing yeah. at his expense even though it's super anxiety inducing but it's like <laughs> yeah. it is played for comedy like and it's right and it's like that scene like there's nothing that's funny about that except for how uncomfortable he is it's great and the fact that she <laughs> slept through it <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the whole the whole interaction where you're like, you kind of like can't get a grasp on who she is too, because she like, and that's what I love too. That's where like, that's where like good filmmaking comes in. Is like 
she's so aloof and she like keeps leaving the room and like coming in and like le- it just he it's making us anxious because like we don't it we is, don't know yeah. what's going on in the other room and there's just awkward noises and he's in a new place and it's like he's vulnerable it's great yeah i love you know yeah and, it's and pretty this, fun. this really is this really is like a gem it's like i'm i'm surprised i'm surprised it's not uh talked about more i mean you know i feel like it's just so wild to have like such a such a prominent director like you know like one of the most recognizable directors in Hollywood or yeah. in the world. It's it's an interesting and one for him for sure, you know. It like yeah. And it just and it's one that like no one ever really talks about it. Which I'm 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 new to it as well. I'm coming into it for the first time and I really appreciate it now and so you know, I think yeah. people should see it. Do you have any do you have any Reddits? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, I think it's mostly just saying, yeah, this is a gem to kind of so let's see what they got though. So uh, Welsh is says, I wish Scorsese made more absurd comedies like this. Very morbid, but also laugh out loud funny. Great. Yeah. That's just like Mor- morbid's, that's, morbid's a good word. Yeah. That's kind of what makes this stand out more, though, too, is that it's just like it's so unlike like the closest thing is King of Comedy. Uh, right. But it's like even that's got like such a different vibe than this. It's just like it's interesting because he's known for being like, oh, he makes like mafia movies and stuff like that. He's got like several of those. Well, they always have to have kind of like a masculine kind of crime twinge to Yeah, all like, of his you know, there's like The so, Departed, Goodfellas, Casino, Irishman. Like there's so many. <laughs> even and, like, even like Shutter Island and even like Aviator. Yeah. Even like, Wolf of Wall Street, have, which is like, is, a, is like a like fun, bombastic comedy. And like, it kind of right. devolves into like this you know, more of like crime drama type thing as well. Right. But there's nothing nothing like this movie that he's ever made, and I think mm-hmm. that's kind of what makes it stand out even more. Um, so uh, Clones of People 2 says, Scorsese is probably my favorite director. I loved all his films that I have seen, but I had not seen this one. After watching it, it keeps the streak of loving all his films. <laughs> this was so nice. weird, but unmistakably Scorsese. The music, the camera movements, the close-ups, the cameo from his mother, she's in the background yeah. when Paul and Marcy Classic, meet, dude. are he's so in every, familiar. She's in, she's in every movie. So yeah. funny, I know. I, uh, dude, I love it. I love it. I love the humor and the sense of irony and dream logic that followed Paul in his nighttime odyssey. All the characters were memorable in their own quirky way. As the film progressed, I had a feeling that it might get a tragic ending where Paul gets caught by the mob and has a fate similar to a Joe Pesci character. But I am very happy that the ending kept the tone of this surrealist comedy. The film reminds me that no matter how much film I watch, there will also be new ones to discover, and some of them have been right under my nose. Uh, good comment, thanks. Hell yeah, dude! It's, no, and, and that's true. thank you for commenting. And the music, dude. Okay, so I I love if you the go to Spotify. Music it's great. <laughs> you can you can find it on YouTube also or Spotify. But um, and that Bad Brain song so good. And then, dude. Uh, yeah. But they've got so. There are like there are like what four four songs four original songs that were written for this movie, which is yeah. pretty rare. Pretty rare at usually... this point. Yeah, he's he's yeah. a soundtrack needle drop kind of guy. Right, totally, one hundred percent. But the four original scores in this are beautiful. They're so good, they're really and they're good. so they're so like they're like kind of so mysterious. Titled. Oh yeah, with the time right. with the time period because it's yeah because it's like one's nine p.m. one's midnight. Then the other one's 3 a.m. and then 6 a.m. Yeah. It's so good. It's good. Uh, yeah. They're great. And it's like the, it's like a kind of a mysterious sound and keyboard. And it's like kind of jaunty and playful, but also like the neon. It really captures kind of like the neon in the rain soaked, decrepit part of town kind of vibe where it's just like, yeah. 
there's like just, just enough sense of danger and the music even conveys that like just enough i don't know it's yeah, uh it's, it's it's exhilarating to and be i'm pretty sure the guy i was looking going through all of the rest of his movies trying to find i forget his name but the composer uh him he did the score for like most of david lynch's movies and like the lord of the rings oh, movies oh, okay sick uh and the lord of the rings yeah. movies which are like super iconic scores too you know would, so i was just name, like his name's howard shore yes and he very yeah, and very he's, normal he's done some other name i know really yeah he's definitely uh but yeah i noticed he did like all of lynch's movies too and i was like oh, nice because they he, that they they got that obviously lynch is the surreal the, maestro and and Cronenberg too, right? and Cronenberg actually now that I'm thinking about it, he did quite a few Cronenberg yeah. too, so it's interesting and it's just like this. However, I think he maybe did a couple of Scorsese movies maybe, but like you said, Scorsese doesn't really do scores so Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, this is definitely like a yeah. It's like a it's wild because it is like you know casted well and acted well and it's got great behind the scenes and he shot it really fast and it I'm like, gonna it was great and. The the money minute real quick before we get to Travis oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull, Travis uh, was the, it's so wild how Scorsese like does this he like he doesn't make crazy financially successful movies <laughs> and I think that's why he doesn't get because I I always think that like how can how can Scorsese someone who's like you know in in all the like in every list ever made a Scorsese film is yeah. made. I mean a lot like of the, people in the top, the he's, top, like, he's considered movies. like maybe one of the greatest with, directors which, alive uh, of all time alive yeah and, and of all time like and certainly and historically. Of the, <laughs> yeah historically like he's made some of the yeah the most influential movies of the 20th century and beyond like he's still doing and, and I and but I feel like he he talks about interviews and like and he doesn't make movies very often it's like the fact that he like has to struggle to get financing for his pictures. It's so, so odd to me. Cause it's like, yeah. What was know, it? His last movie was what? He, the Irishman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Irishman was good, but yeah, nobody, I feel like everyone kind of talks shit on that one. And too. I think that's, yeah. Right. And I think Netflix helped with that a lot. So it's like, yeah, but I, I that, doubt it made its money. I doubt it made it. So I, well, how much did this no, cost? <laughs> this, this is, this is crazy, dude. This movie costs around 8 million. Okay. And it only grossed two million. <laughs> oh, really? This does yeah. this does have like cult film written so, all over it though, like you know, more of like a cult yeah. following, but that's too bad. I don't know. I feel like this uh I guarantee you like, there's like two guys that saw this in nineteen eighty five and were just like, Oh my god. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like it blew I mean, it their really, mind, it, but then like nobody it, else just bothered. It really is like smarter than just the like just kind of the crass like I could see watching this and being like, Oh, this is like just blatantly crass and really yeah well but that's the thing it's it's the the uh something that really only cinema can do which is so great is because it's like the biggest takeaway from this movie it's like it's not any like the characters are good and everything's fun but it's the feeling it's the music combined with the cinematography and like these weird surreal situations that put you in this kind of dreamlike space that like like only movies is capable of man it's just the combination of all of it you know uh it's really great <laughs> it's, yeah, a lot, it's a lot of fun it's beautiful it's a lot of fun uh anyway i got so i got travis's then i'm glad let me pull that I know. up all right you ready for it let's hear from him hey guys i went into after i was blind and as the movie was building up i had the feeling it was a horror movie what i mean is paul goes to marcy's place which is a little strange and as he's getting to know someone he just met hours before, red flags appear. 
then as he's smoking a joint, he says, this isn't Colombian. I don't even think this is pot. Then he finds a ruse to get out of her place. The movie could have taken many directions at that point. So my question is, did you guys get a horror flick vibe from this movie? And I'd also like to point out my favorite scene is when Paul is trying to enter the subway without enough change, and the subway ticket guy won't let him because he might lose his job. Paul asks, well, who would know exactly? And he responds, I can go to a party, get drunk, oh, yeah. talk to someone who knows. <laughs> I find yeah. that interaction really fun. Thanks, guys. Uh, Dude, I, I forgot that, about that scene. That scene cracked me up. Oh he makes it sound like he committed a murder. He's like, I can let yeah. it slip one day. I, it's like 50 yeah. cents. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I could let it slip at a party. I know. He's like, I could get drunk. Who knows? I love like, that. <laughs> I love that. That yeah, is a forgot, good bit. I forgot about that. And dude, dude, we did mention it. I like it. Kind of has horror yeah. vibes, but it totally it's there. It's so much like subversion. Like that when he smokes the weed and then he talks about how like, whoa, this isn't real weed. You're like fucking with me. Like I really thought like in it in any other movie, it's like it would have made him like go to a drug trip, like have like a drug like scene a bad like, drug drug yeah, trip. Like you know a what bad I mean? Yeah, trip. like it's something really intense. But then it's like it's just nothing. It's just shitty weed. That's yeah, much it's it. like, like can it be? Great. It's like oregano, it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, right. right or exactly. it is, not, or you could be like that. Right. Explain some of the weird stuff. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, who knows? Right. Like, but I, I, yeah. But it's just like, I, you know, it. You know, that's. I mean, that could be a little bit. That's like some of the, some of like the rabbit hole. I guess you could say. But I really do feel like this is just like, it's just a modern retelling of like Wizard of the Oz. What are Wizard of Oz? I mean, the fact that they talk about it and then just like, I'm sure if I'm sure if you go in and there's parallels to characters and stuff and like, you know. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Um, See if there's any, like, who's the Tin Man, if there's any of that, you know. Right, right, right. Um, I'd watch it one day again, you know what I mean? Because, like I said, it's it's definitely, it lives in my mind. I like that style. I want to go kind of down that route and watch some of those movies. Like, I want to watch Inherent Vice and Under the Silver Lake. Again, I do. I want to see under the silver like now because if it's like if it's got that same, I, I think it's the closest you know, out all of them. It, it seems that's my if you like this, watch this. Uh, under the silver like cool. was super underrated. I'm sad that it kind of just I tanked yeah, that dude. It's been on my, it it's been on my like, list. I don't know if like, it like tanked his career, but he's not doing anything now. But he was like the I forget his name, but it's the guy who directed It Follows. And right, that's right. Then it was like under the silver Lake was supposed to be his next big movie. And there was like anticipation and then it released all shitty and like had a weird release. If I remember right. Uh, it's an eight, it's an eight twenty four. Yeah. Right? And I liked yeah, it. Right. I liked it quite a bit. So anyway, um, yeah, you should check that out, but maybe yeah. we'll, maybe down the road here, we'll, that, we'll do like a surreal comedy month or something. Right. Well, I mean, if, if yours is under the silver, like mine was going to be Bo's afraid. Yeah. Bo's afraid. Like, good. Inherent like vice, watch. I think captures kind of like, the aimlessness, but like with more of like the weird drug vibe, and like yeah. this weird surreal stuff, you know. There's like and sur- and it's kind of funny, but not a comedy. Yeah, like yeah. This, like, with this, I feel like is more is more uh, comedy. Yeah, but, but still, yeah. I, I don't know. Sure. I got some laugh out low moments in Hair Vice, but it captures kind of the right. same floaty, uh, slightly paranoid feel, but like is li- like also pretty lighthearted about it. So. Again, not yeah. not like a Safdie's brother, which is that, but not lighthearted. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, let, let's wrap it up. We, that's fine. We're yeah. we're almost to the hour mark. Fuck it. Um, a, that's yeah, the thing. It's a, a it's a straightforward movie, and it's really a lot of fun. You know, but that's well, what it's gonna say. Check it out if you haven't fucking watched it. And if you have, glad you liked it. <laughs> Unless you hated it, then get the fuck out of here. 
Well, just I mean, kidding. Thanks. It. Come yeah. on, our, come, come on tell our us. Subreddit and let us know why. I still get the notification. You don't have to comment the day I put it up. So that's that's yeah. the film club aspect. I've been getting more people that are like, "We'll comment after the fact," and that's how you how you do it. Watch the movie and then come back and comment. Uh, oh, dude, uh, I have one more thing. This is uh, if 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 anybody out in podcast land made it this far, we love you and we appreciate you. Thank you for sticking it out and listening to us and being part of what we do um do you think this is uh this is i'm posing the question for everybody out in the world do you think that when he goes to the restroom and there's graffiti of a dude with a long a long erection and there's a shark biting oh yeah i forgot to say do you think that do you think that's a dig to jaws do you think think he's he's making fun of jaws uh that's my hope that's my question i pose to you because that's what i thought of when i saw it really i you know what my first thought was and i was going to ask you is I should get a tattoo of that. <laughs> oh, I know, one hundred percent. I would totally Dude, that get should a, be the, just a little one of that be, somewhere. That's gonna be the tier that I put on the Patreon. Oh yeah, the tattoo like, one. Yeah, pay, yeah, pay for this, pay for this tier, and we'll get this tattoo. No, I'm gonna, I'm getting that, I'm getting that tat as well, and it's so funny. Oh, dude, I'll hundred percent get that somewhere. But I really like when I saw it. I was like, it has to be because this movie, this movie is like before, before like Meta had a had a, like a full term and like was really like integrated into like how films are made and like you know before like things used to take place in like the same universe and that's kind of what quentin Tarantino invented or at least you know popularized and you know influenced a lot of people to to become like fully meta where they like make like a i don't know deadpool or something where it's like he just blatantly talks about other movies that he's been in you know right. and like it's satirical and it's like it's at a deeper level i feel like this i feel like this movie has a lot of that where it's like a lot of the comments that they make and like behind the scenes and stuff is like they're like commenting about creators that they've they've been involved with and other artists. I could see that with that, the Jaws so. thing, yeah, for sure too. Yeah, that's that's my yeah that's my question out there. Let me know. Come and come and comment. Let us know if that's what you think it is. Or yeah, give us your uh, give us your opinion. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks. Um, so we're still keeping the ball rolling on directors. This we voted and voting ended earlier today what Christopher Nolan movie to watch and we landed on The Prestige which Oh really? The Prestige one? Prestige one. Oh uh, it did. Okay. It was cool. pretty close between that and Interstellar. That's, it was neck and neck yeah, kind of the whole time. I thought it was going to be Interstellar cuz that was the last time I looked. Interstellar, Interstellar was, was like, winning for a while. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. it, it, uh, Prestige only won by like 3 or 4 votes. And uh Oh my god. Okay, okay. Good cuz I was like it was I, was close. Like, I swear it was going to be Interstellar. It was close. Well, it's good. I haven't seen The Prestige in it's forever, been a, it's been a hot minute, and I really enjoyed the procedure, so I'm excited to watch it again. Uh, I, I mean, I like all of his movies. I'm actually kind of surprised that The Dark Knight didn't do better because I thought that one might win because everyone. I'm I was surprised that Interstellar did so like almost won, just because. Uh, I mean, I, it's great. I, I it's really great. Want, I really wanted to watch Interstellar. <laughs> I, 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 I watched. Watch I watched it. Interstellar like two months ago, so I'm fine with it. But oh, okay. I haven't watched that one either for years. You should so, watch. Yeah. Go. It's great. I like it better every time I watch it. Every time I watch Me it, too. I like it more. I've, so. I've seen it. I've seen it twice, and so it's like, um, yeah. I, but uh, yeah, man. I forgot. I almost put Memento on there, but then I forgot we did Memento. <laughs> oh no! It's all coming back. Back it's in the all, day, all, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we did do Memento. That was like our first. That was er- that was pretty early oh, on. Oh, I, I in, had, uh, in the like first forty at least. Oh, easily. Yeah, it was probably oh, so like first ten. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, anyway, so the Prestige. Alrighty. Go watch the Prestige and report back to us how you feel about it. Old Batman and Wolverine in it. Uh, for all you, yeah. <laughs> for all <laughs> yeah, you regular yokels out there. Okay. 
Well, goodbye. Thanks for listening. Check out the Reddit, the website, the Patreon. Thanks to all the people who do the Patreon. We love you. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Getting the pause.